Am I Mac or you, Jack? <laughs> I'm, I'm Jack. You're a Mac. <laughs> Jack. It's good to see you. Good to see you again, Mac. How long's it been? Uh, probably, uh, I don't know, a couple of months, years. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Me neither. I just get nightmares. Yeah. I write in my diary a lot. Oh, yeah? Can't shake it, Jack. Mac. Jack. What can't you shake? I can't shake this case. But we're off the case. We're not CSI anymore. We can't go back to that life. I know, Jack. I got myself a boat. My wife and I, we're gonna go to the CSI Caribbean. I was three days to retirement. So was that monkey. Oh, that poor little monkey face. I know, but I'm off the case. I'm going to the bathroom. No. Wait, what? Just be... Just just go. That That's what I'm going to do. Hey, hello, mister. Who are you? I'm, I'm Johnny. It doesn't matter. I, I don't I'm care. I'm Johnny the Toilet Boy. What about it? You just look pretty down, mister. I'm pretty sad, yeah. Why so, sir? Well, I was an officer of the law, and my partner out there, he comes back and tells me we need to go back and finish a case. But I'm, I'm not sticking together anymore. I need to retire. Oh, I get it, sir. Those things that just clasp at you and you just, you can't let them go. But yeah. you've got to remember one thing. What's that? You always got to stick together. Friends stick together. I wish I had a friend, sir. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Jimmy Mc... Jim Jim. There, it's all right. Here's your money. Do you like a spritz of No, thank you. I'm, right. I, I don't want to give you anything. All right. Hey, Mac. What is it? I've had a change of heart. I'm back. Mac and Jack are back. Let's shake a few trees. Whoa! Won't get fooled again! Or you could just put the one in. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. um, I don't know. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Why have they taken Caragor? What is their plan? They're taking him to the tyrant. We're a thorn in the side of the Whispering Tyrant. One does not just walk into the Isle of Terror. <laughs> the most likely route that they would have taken would be to follow the main trade route north. I see you come to us, our village. The past just a day ago. A giant full of them, monsieur. Uh, welcome to sleep on the floor of the supermarché and avail yourselves of any of the shopping opportunities within. Well, that is is brilliant. The adventure continues now. We are rolling. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Normish days. <laughs> we have the gone. Was the days are short, the nights are long. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome ah, to that. So Day beautiful. That was delightful, oh, Dan. <laughs> um, so we, we've, we, like, we did. I, I learned something. I learned something new about Shani's void. What did you learn? We Everything. learned. Well, Dan, do you want to? 
do you want to explain um, um, to the listeners yeah. what happened to Shani's Void, Shani's the bag void. of holding? So, so you've got a bag, Shani's Void, the bag of holding, the characterful bag of holding that's um, the characterful bag of holding that you've had for a while that has its own name. Um, you only started using it very recently. Shani, Shani had that bag years ago, like back in, I think it was back in Master of the Living God she found uh, that bag of holding. Um, and um, initially, my plan was that it was going to be a cursed item. It was going to be a cursed bag of holding. Uh, and it would be hilarious the first time you put something into it because there is a very, very good cursed item in Pathfinder um, called the Bag of Weasels. And uh, you put things in it, you pull it out, you might get the thing you want, you might get a weasel. A, lo- <laughs> a weasel specifically with no loyalty. And I was like, oh, I want to give Shania disloyal weasels. That's going to be funny. <laughs> and so I, I kind of had this and I had a little, a little note about it. And then the days went by and the weeks went by and the months went by and like a year went by yeah. and you never used the bag of holding like just ne- <laughs> completely forgot that you had another, a second bag of holding and it's only in the last like few weeks that you've been like oh yeah I'm gonna put some stuff in the in the bag of holding and by that point it was so so far away from the point that you got it that I was just like there's no narrative way to make this joke work to make this weasel thing like make sense now and it was right in the middle of like when we're in the middle of a bunch of other story and I'm just like it's just not gonna work now <laughs> like, take a lot of outlived- explaining wouldn't it yeah you basically outlived the joke um, <laughs> so all the weasels are dead yeah the weasels um, just died in yeah. the time <laughs> it took so long the weasel right. all passed away. I mean, I guess at some point, you know, I might take out a dead weasel and go, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, I mean, like I, I, I'm, I'm gutted. I'm going to be honest, Dan. I'm gutted, and I've got no one but myself to blame because I was not quick enough on the mark to enjoy well, the wonderful joke. To enjoy, well, I mean, it's a terrible item, really. It's really, <laughs> yeah, I know. It would have been really frustrating. Really day. Um, <laughs> But the uh, I I can I bet you that there was like I bet you the first time you used it I can't remember exactly when it was that I, I decided I could make it a bag of holding but I bet it was in the middle of like a really fucking life and death fight when you all you know those fights that are like so tough that it gets almost a little bit tense around the table yeah it's just like and I was like there was this point where I'm like. Uh, if I turn their healing potion into a weasel at this point, I think <laughs> yeah, if Caragor dies because we pulled out a weasel, it's a little bit because of a stupid yeah. joke from a year ago. I was like, that, and that's, that won't be fun. Um, we've got a few things. You've got uh, we've been looking at bags, Angelings. We've been googling uh, bags of par- famous bags of Pathfinder uh, to see things because you guys have got a lot of gold to spend. A lot of gold, yeah. You've um, uh, we've sort of said you've you've got up and you've sold a bunch of stuff to uh, a bunch of stuff to all of the gnomes and um, uh, and made a bunch of gold from it. So you've uh, you hadn't really been shopping for forever. Um, Do you know what They're, those gnomes have had a real topsy turvy time, haven't they? First of all, this evil group of us comes through their village and slaughters loads of them, and then we come through and sell them a bunch of shit. Uh, you know. <laughs> You just destroyed their economy now to go. Yeah, with it. yeah, literally. Yeah, we just first we will take your lives and then we will take your economy. 
Good luck selling this shit, you supermarché. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone in the town is now carrying a plus one striking battle axe. <laughs> 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 yeah. those, man. It's it's very much the um, the sort of like computer game role playing method, isn't it? We can just go to any shopkeeper and be like, "Here, buy these broken chairs and this axe and this thing," and they're like, "Yeah, okay." I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm, a ve- I'm, I'm a vegetable yeah. seller, really, but all right, I'll just buy your battle axes. So, I used to love it in like, was it, was it Morrowind? I think you could like if you were really good you could sneak upstairs in the shop like steal all of the plates and then go downstairs and sell them to the shopkeeper they would um i love the thing in that game that the shopkeepers would equip whenever you gave sold them something if it was better than what they already had they'd equip it so they gradually as they were there was an algorithm that basically said any npc will put on the um, the best thing that it finds in its inventory, and so as you kept going back, you get these shopkeepers dressed in like this demon armor behind the, the thing. <laughs> like, hello there, friend. <laughs> all this shit. Just they- casually standing behind my counter here in this plate armor. You've, uh, did I ever tell you about the exploding hat that you could make on um, on those games? I think it was on it was on Oblivion. You could make it. You could enchant items with spells. Um, and so you could take a hat and you could enchant it with a fireball spell um, and, and the trigger would be constant and then what you could do is you could go and pickpocket somebody and you could sneak it into put it in their inventory while they were asleep um, so you'd put just slip this hat into their pocket and then they would uh, the character would get up and the, the script for the NPC would be like look through your inventory put on all your most powerful equipment and the person would like get up and go ah put the hat on and just explode <laughs> uh, you, you could break quests with that one couldn't you because mm. Skyrim always warns you if because of the stupid mods and it's just sort of like are you sure are yep. you sure this will break something or it's just like you know um, well yeah. I, I never finished Morrowind because I uh, I really I just needed somewhere to sleep and I walked into a random house and I was like oh, I'm really tired I want to get my spells back and this guy's like why are you in my house so I stabbed him and went to sleep in his bed um, and then got up and went to go and get the next quest. And they're like, go and talk to Jimmy at the docks. And I went to Jimmy's house and it was the dude I'd stabbed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like the guy with the next bit of the main story. And so the game's like, you can now no longer complete the story. Please reload your game. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, oh my God's sake. Yeah. Yeah, forget that. <clears throat> nope. That's too long. It's the old no. fetch and carries as well. Endless. Go here. Get this. Bring it back to me. And they go there and bring it back. Okay. Now go back to the same place and fetch something else. You're like, no, <laughs> yeah. fuck off. Can, can you just tell me to like, <laughs> get everything at once? What, yeah, what do you need from that place? And I will get it all and then I will come back and give it to you. Like, I'm so bored of traveling there. No, no, no. Not- Only go and get one thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I just remembered. Which yeah. is frustrating in the Elder Scrolls game because if you've ever like done any of the missions, you know they have a very efficient postal service. Like that courier will find you on top of a mountain to be like, yeah. I've got some news for you. <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah it's, it's the same in Skyrim. Yeah. Like it was always yeah. like, you know, just yeah, in the mountains, you'd be like, here's your note. And you're like, wow. Yeah. It was because in like if you befriend a, if you become really close friends with an NPC, they put you in their will. And then if they die, you get like a bit of gold as an inheritance. So you might just like this guy will just find you in the middle of nowhere and just be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear. And you get a letter and it's like, like your dear friend Grognar has died. Here is uh, he's left you the value of his estate, which is uh, ten gold pieces, uh, and it's in the, in the letter with you. But sometimes you're just like, 
the fuck did Grognar die? Like, he's he's on the other side of the map, and I'm doing a quest here. Like, he must have just... The game just decided that this dude just walked off a cliff at some point. <laughs> but... And, like, sometimes it could be quick enough that you'd befriend someone, walk off around the corner, and just see them being savaged by wolves, and a minute later <laughs> the guy would come over and be like, I'm sorry to tell you that uh, Jimmy died, but he left you in his will. Like, this guy was... <laughs> Writing his will out as you walked away and a wolf ate him. Just as he's been savaged by wolves, he's like, and I leave my final two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, get so, this to them. <laughs> so you're, um, you've got some stuff. Uh, you've uh, you managed to sell a bunch of your junk. Uh, loads of gold bracelets and silver neck piece necklaces and ivory chess pieces. Uh, you sold the Slitherbound stones that caused all of this stuff. Um, you know those the magical stones that originally carried the Slytherin. Oh yeah, um, yeah. they've um, you have thoroughly Velda. You had a chance to thoroughly check them over. Like they are totally inert now. They're just gemstones. Um, yeah, they they were a one use item. Um, so you, but they, Thank yeah, God. They're, they're yeah, we definitely lovely. checked that before we sold them. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saving uh, the city. Mob for misfortune for our village. Do you know what? Do you know what? I just, I just quietly pretend I hadn't seen it and walk off. I'd be like, do you know what, you guys? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing I'm that. Not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that again. I've had enough of these things. Um. There's, I was reading Lost Omen's Mwangi Expanse, not to give us too much of a, a tangent, but the book about the Mwangi Expanse, and it's got the section on Kibwe, which is set after the slithering, and so it kind of has a wrap-up of the slithering. It assumes the slithering has been completed uh, in it, and it talks about some people who live in Kibwe now who have, uh, they're called Oozmorphs, so they are people who are like part hu- part person, part ooze. Nice. Who were... Uh, who what, were you, kind mean, of... you mean like Boris Johnson? But yeah, they're like people where the curse got stuck, ju- got stopped when they were halfway through turning. So they're like slightly slimy. And they're like, yeah, they're just kind of around now and people have to figure out what to do with these guys. <laughs> what, like, do they, can, they, can they like sort of sizzle through shit if they touch it? Or like, what's They've the got deal, all sorts man? of weird stuff. You can play one. It has got rules for Whoa. like, there's an arc, there's an archetype called Oozmorph that if you wanted to uh, take it you could be like you could have some ooze powers and it makes things like it makes you hard to do, get critical hits on and things because your your organs are like slimy so it's hard to know how to, where to stand <laughs> 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 Ooh, slimy organs. not accepted by um, humans or you know or slimes yeah. you know <laughs> he yeah. walks my half slime yeah I can't yes, live with slimes, product. I can't live with humans. People just don't accept the me, and it's really sad. Product of an unholy communion between a, a man and a blob. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like that guy from, is it X-Men 2? Is it X-Men 2? The guy that, like, squeezes through those bars. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's, no, it's the first one, that's the first one. No, the first one. They try and change <clears throat> the, like, governor guy who's against all the yeah. mutants. They try and mutate him using a machine, right? And yeah. turn yeah, him into what it. he hates or whatever. And eventually he just goes, dish. But yeah, yeah. his cells Loads. give up. Yeah. <laughs> just in the, in the hospital, in the hospital waiting for the baby to be delivered. And there's a sound of crying, and the doctor just holds up a slime child. And the husband's just like, Nigel! <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
obviously it's got information about Dr. Legs and all that in that yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. slivering it's all, and stuff. It's all canon. All yeah. Can- Dr. Legs is absolutely <laughs> not made up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dr. Legs. Um, so you're in a, you're in a, a supermarket. You're in a, a, a gnomish supermarket having uh, sold a load of your stuff. So not just... You've just killed everyone in this town with your evil characters. You've now bankrupted them with your good characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds good. <laughs> nice. And do you know what? Do you know what? I, I really, I found this this incredibly specific gnomish music so relaxing when I was trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm so enjoying listening to this music. I really, I really feel it should be. Yeah, a I'm feature. glad you brought that up again. Yes, absolutely. Yes, it's playing as we speak. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's it's incredibly gnomish. I'm sure the person that music. found it to play in this shop had a really nice time trying to find this music. Oh, I'm I, sure they did. Yeah. The thing that I find remarkable is that it's not the same music that we had in Dark Michael's shop. Like, because yeah. that would obviously been the easy thing to do, but it's actually yeah, like, cut, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's not even that is, one, is it? Like, however, is it? It's not even the same music as the last episode because it's another track. <laughs> yeah. we've done. It's incredible. Two tracks of incredibly All specific. Right. I can music. cut anything I want. <laughs> 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 We're terrible people. We're dreadful. Um, so you've. You've picked up a few things. You've bought a few bits and pieces. To save this becoming a shopping episode, as much as we love a bit of a shopping episode, uh, we are going to do a little bit of the shopping off air. And say, and so you might find some items pop up as we go along uh, and appear. So if Shania suddenly starts pulling weasels out of her pocket, <laughs> you know what <laughs> happened there. Um, but you sell a few things to René, the René Lagray, um, and his 17 children. <laughs> Um, they are there just bagging things up for you. And handing you all of your stuff. And, uh, and you get a load more gold that you, uh, you sell. Uh, so you are laden down with treasure. You are laden down with cash now, having done this. Uh, and it is the morning you get up. You have a, you have a wonderful petit déjeuner with, uh, uh, with the gnomes. And, um, Croissants. Croissants, yeah, um, almond yep. croissant. I've got a hankering for an almond croissant all day. It's been Ooh, in my mind. Yeah, you get an yeah. almond croissant, a selection of jams, lots of bread. Um, there are um, there's little, uh, they Melba toast, little little uh, little toasts that are really, yeah, really yeah. crunchy. You know yeah. those. Get some yeah. of them. Um, did anyone else do a? I know we're not on the pramble anymore, but did anyone else do a French a French breakfast thing at school? Do you have a thing where everyone brings in like French food and you have breakfast and like, but you have to speak French. It's part of the French. It's part of a French class and everyone brings in like some French stuff and you all eat croissants. No. What no. school did you go to? <laughs> I know because I did it. They, I did Christ. it twice. They had houses. They had like <laughs> Colin, Colin Bailey had a schoolmate. He was like, yeah, literally <laughs> a couple of couple of mobiles and you know a burnt out bus shelter. Yeah. That's what that's what, Colin that's what was my calling. school was about. A school of hard yeah. knocks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just it's cold. Such a weird. I just grew up in such a weird bit of Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all changed Ooh. now. It's all gentrified. Uh, possibly. I think you no. Know, I can't remember. But I don't think so. Yeah. Outrageous. I maybe I, I don't know. Maybe we all brought in some of those like sweet, though. You know those bag of sweet kind of like sponges. Yeah. Do you remember them? Yeah, the, the oh, supposedly yeah, French. Yeah. I, I seem to remember there was a bag of those in a class once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, the bus shelter. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks for it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We all sat round the bus shelter. <laughs> Having your French breakfast. <laughs> Say bonjour and I'll give you one of these. <laughs> <laughs> now give me your lunch money. <laughs> oh, Philippe's just got a fistful of Madelines um, and a trolley a trolley full of booze. Trolley full of <laughs> off-brand beers. <laughs> it's picked up. Um, as you ready yourself to uh, to begin your journey onwards, um, the one thing they're not able to furnish you with are any uh, are any horses. As mentioned in the last episode, they only have tiny horses. <laughs> tiny uh, yeah. um, now, do you know? Excuse me, d- know me, gnomes. Do you know any like um, um, places we could get some big size horses? You would find it uh, to get horses in, je- in the jungle. Oh yeah, of course we're in the jungle, aren't we? Um, do you know if uh, tigers can be ridden? Ah, uh, we, oui. my, my uncle, my uncle Jean Claude, he once rode a tiger. He did he died. survive? How did that go? <laughs> no, no, he he died from unrelated tiger bites. <laughs> also, there are some that say. That the tiger bites were in fact related, and that in fact the tiger bore a grudge against Jean Claude for the time that he rode it, and returned five years later when he was uh, sitting at home smoking on his pipe to nibble at him in his chair on revenge. So it's probably not wise to ride a tiger, then, is it? Um, That's that. No, no, it's probably a bad idea. Right. What's the best thing to ride in a jungle? Dinosaurs. I know, yes. Well, what happened to our dinosaur? I'm having a bit of a... Didn't he save a, our uh, life and then bugger off? I um, no, you, you left Spike... Uh, you introduced Spike to another dinosaur. If you remember, there was a dinosaur that was angry at you. Yes. Uh, you calmed it down, introduced <laughs> it to Spike, and you left the two of them sitting romantically together in Kibway. Oh, they started making love, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you set, I mean, yeah. when Fulton came back, he found them uh, making love, didn't he? He found them just snuggled up to each other. So you, Spike got a, Spike got a happy ending, um, as almost no one in this show does. <laughs> Spike, was, Spike was like hot pie in Game of Thrones. Got, got a happy little, got a happy ending and got out of the narrative. Very nice. <laughs> So you're going to go back to the show, uh, go back to Kibway and mess up Spike's life? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go back. Uh, yeah. We're going to kill his uh, We'll kill just his find something along the way. Yeah, we'll find something else to ride. Yeah. Okay. So you you pack up you uh, you pack up all your new things. And you say your farewells to the gnomes. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir, gnomey gnomes. Uh, they stand waving to you. And then, uh, and then return back to their solemn contemplation of how poorly their lot in life has gone. <laughs> um, and you, uh, you travel onwards. So you travel away. You head east now and you travel away from the lake um, and rejoin the trade road after a little while. And it becomes, it starts to become familiar after a little while of walking. Um, you, pass the, uh, you pass the fruit groves where you met Ol- um, Ollie Tabuga. Slash Ollie Tabuja slash Ollie Turdburger um, <laughs> and Fulton. <laughs> that is still one of the funniest things Drummond has ever heard, and he came up with it himself. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, you, um, thank you, Candice, for that name. Yeah, <laughs> you pass. Um, and and the uh, the place where Fulton pretended to be a, a mud monster. 
Um, and after a while, you come upon a you come upon a rope bridge crossing a ravine, and the um, uh, with very low kind of hanging foliage around it, the place where you fought the jungle drakes when you first arrived in Mwangi. Um, oh yeah, did I turn into you, an insect? You did. You turned into uh, some kind of a beetle or something, I think, or a spider. Amazing. No, it wouldn't have been a spider because oh no, it might have been a spider because then it frightened Fulton. I don't know what it was. Listen to the episode, Dangerly. <laughs> Listen to the episode and tweet us. Um, episode one hundred and thirty-two. I know that because it was the first episode of the Slithering. Um, mm. You you find this the drakes aren't still there um although as you're arriving you see there is a small like a kiosk like a little stall uh, on the side of the road um and there is a tengu behind the uh, behind the counter just going roll up roll up guard travelers i've got all of the i've got all of the memorabilia that you could want souvenirs come and celebrate the heroes of the expanse uh hello mate all right Oh, all right, mate. What are you grateful for? Do you know what? I'm grateful today that I am alive and I've got loads of money. What are you grateful for? Oh, that's a great idea. I'm grateful that I've got a blinding business that will never see me run out of money. Now, is this something to do with the heroes of Kibway, is it? It is. Look at all this memorabilia of the heroes of Kibway. And what have we got shows, on? Yeah, yeah what what's there? He shows, like, he shows laid out. Um, there are neck. There are necklaces. Um, lots of necklaces that have got little claws on them, um, with uh, labelled with genuine Drake claws. Um, mm. You can see uh, there's uh, there's a whole bo- little uh, box full of um, something labelled as frozen uh, frozen magic, full of little glass beads. Um, there's uh, hanging up strips of something labelled bush pocket meat, um, and um, uh, and there is kind of and there are just robes with heroes of Kibwe stitched on them, um, slightly so, wonkily. No, no, no pictures of the faces or anything like that. No, 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 no. pictures. Uh, no pictures of the faces. Excuse me. Do you have a oh. license to sell that meat, <laughs> sir? <laughs> This is my very own. This is my very own variety of the pocket meat produced by one of the heroes of Kibway. This is bush pocket meat. Do you have the license to sell that? <laughs> oh, I don't. The only license I have is my sheer and unending love and gratitude to the heroes of Kibway for all of the good that they've done for us. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to uh, stop selling that specific <laughs> item as uh, it, the meat of the pocket variety has been copyrighted. <laughs> I work for the copyrighted infringement officers. Oh, this is not, this is not strictly speaking, pocket meat. That's what it says is, on there. The pocket's only a branding. It's actually bush meat. So then you need to take the pocket side of that out of the, uh, the <laughs> name, please, sir. What if I put it in inverted commas? Nope. <laughs> oh. Are I mean, we going to have trouble here, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, legally, I think he does get round it by putting uh, inverted commas on it, to be honest. Oh, all right. Well, uh, you can put it in inverted commas then. You could spell you, right, sir? you could spell pocket meat slightly differently. 
if you like, mate. If you could, Bubba, what are you doing? I'm just, you know, I'm I'm feeling like you know we should give him a break. He looks like he's down I mean, on his luck. To be yes, honest, I mean, yeah. To be fair, to be fair, well, it seems fine to me. You just call it pock hat meat, and let's move on. Yeah, pock it. You could pock it as opposed to pock. What, what about me? What about p o c k <laughs> apostrophe t? So like pocket, like you know, give it a yeah. bit of a oh. bit of a trendy swing to it. Oh, I like that. Since yes. when did you all become experts in fucking fucking me? <laughs> Listen, we've been hanging around you too long, mate. We know all about it. I know, take- sadly. I've got more expensive pocket meat than I'd ever want. <laughs> we've actually all got our own brands sitting under our armpits right now. We're brewing our own brands of pocket meat. So. What? Well, yeah, I mean, I've got crack meat myself. Yeah. I, just, I find it just gets the tenders. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, well... So- it's all right, you just don't want to ask where I keep the bush meat. <laughs> <laughs> takes the, uh, he, takes that, yes. he takes the sign down and he, uh, I'll just change this using my friendly, uh, kindly claws. What did you and, just say? Uh, I don't say kindly, cl- I've got kindly claws. You were about to say friendly claws when you are. Oh, uh, well, Talons. Um, Talons. I've, always, I've always considered them to be very friendly, but um, I, I was not expecting... I was not expecting the heroes of Kipway okay. to be so litigious. Bubba grabs oh. him by the right, neck. You know what, that what we are there. Oh, so Bubba grabs him by the neck. Grabs him by the scruff of his clothes and puts his talons ah. up in his uh, his beak. Goes, are they friendlier than these? Are they? Are they oh, friendlier? No, no, no! You've got the friendliest <laughs> talons. You've got the friendliest talons. If you sell any more pocket meat, I'm gonna claw your <laughs> fucking eyes out. And he throws him back. <laughs> Jesus! And then he Christ. just wanders off, going, "I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge all the time." <laughs> well, the, the heroes of Kibwe. The Tengu starts hurriedly packing away his pocket meat. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no, sorry can I have it? Oh, well, it's it, it's 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 one copper a strip. I'll give you a gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> you my gold piece. He looks at it like it's more money than he's ever seen in his life. Uh, pass, oh my stuff it into my backpack. <laughs> you shove it in your bag. I try some bit. I try it one bit though in front of him. You better go. It's not the same. Yeah, you need more brewing. <laughs> oh, brewing! Jesus, Bubble walks. Anyway, Bubble walks back later. over and sort of brushes him down, brushes the Tengu down a bit, and just goes, "Look, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I've just had a bit of a a bit of a few months. All right, think things have been trying to kill me every which way around the corner. Look, it's all right. You can call them friendly claws. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Say it. Go on. Say you got friendly claws. I've, Say it." I've- <laughs> he looks really nervous. Like, say it. Um, just say uh, it. Just say uh, it. I've got, I've got fr- fr- friendly, friendly claws. See? That wasn't hard, was it? <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I promise. I'll, I promise you. I'll write a song all about this on my banjo lately. Uh, Bubba <laughs> kind of twitches a bit, and then just takes out another gold piece and puts it in his top pocket. Um, and just pokes his claw into his chest. There you go, mate. <laughs> and then turns around to walk off. Bubba's, Bubba's feeling a bit weird at the moment, man. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have any horses? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not. I didn't stock any. For the heroes of Kibway were always famously horseless. Yeah, we are. Fucking hell. 
Uh, okay, don't worry. We carry on. Bye. Uh, I think Shania's been to, like. Is there a lot? Is there stuff happening? Is there more than just this guy, or <laughs> or is it just I mean, this it, guy it, in the middle of nowhere? It's just this. It's, 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 it's just this guy. It it's does, not Mark. He doesn't have a lot. Of, doesn't have a lot of customers. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, Shania's know. trotting on then. Okay. Uh. uh I'm gonna. Velda would like to buy a Heroes of Kibway robe. <laughs> you buy a Heroes of Kibway how much, robe. How much is it? In fact, don't tell me. Here's a gold piece. There we go. <laughs> oh my lord! There we are. You keep doing the good work. You keep doing the good work. You know, I like this. Uh, yeah, it's nice. You take your robe and uh, and uh, put it in a branded bag and uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I slide it into my into my ah. sort of haversack. Where were you? Where were you going? And then, then this fine day, then you said. And then, then, then. Well, I'm very nervous. For I've just been given a large amount of gold, and I'm starting to believe that I might be actually talking to the real heroes of Kibway. No, you're not. Don't worry. Oh, don't oh, worry. God, I you're... thought you were someone important. Yes, <laughs> you're definitely not speaking to uh, Velda Cairnblight, Shania Rain, and uh, Fulton Battlestone, and Bubba Von Hoops. Definitely not. Ah. Oh. Thank goodness. That would be strange, all nervous. Yes, I yes. know. Uh, um, we're just, we're just uh, trying to track some friends. They went ahead. Um, well, not friends. Have you seen a strange uh, party? Actually, you'd probably be dead if you'd seen them across, uh, go past. But a sort of bear and a skeleton. A and, dog. And, and a, and a, a horrock being uh, probably tied up and swearing. Well, now you say it. Now, since you bought something, I did hear something. I did hear something the other night as I was resting. I, I was I was resting over there in my house. What is not a nest? He points at a treehouse, <laughs> um, just a little way down. No, of course I not. Were, I was fast asleep, you see, and I heard this terrible rumbling. The old ground was shaking. I looked out a window and I saw what I saw: the trees being knocked sideways by some enormous giant. As it strode past, strode with such long steps, it took a step clean over the ravine. It did, kept on going out east. Terribly afraid I was. East, eh? Yeah, that's okay. Thank that's you. the way we are heading, huh? Yes, heading yes, for yes. the mountains. It was right. Didn't you say that Basco was travelling on a giant or something? Yep. This is right. this is for sure. Yeah. So we are going in the right direction. I'm surprised that we cannot find more. If there's a giant, surely we can see these tracks of his. That, like, he's a big guy, right? Must make quite the imprint. Well, we're on the road. They're using the jungle, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if they've got a giant that can literally push over trees, then yeah, it's probably are. In the jungle. In the jungle. In the jungle. In the, in in the, the jungle. jungle. In the jungle. <laughs> in the jungle. It's rough in the jungle. Oh, I've heard uh, that. Yes, yes. So, Dan, the the area that he said is yeah. it going along the? Is it, are they along the road like where they're going, he's, or is it going veering off somewhere else? No, the directions he's giving you seem to be the same directions you're heading okay. um, towards the mountains. Um, whether it was sort of directly following the road or not, you're not sure. Um, but you could, uh, if you want, you could take some time and search the area a little bit, sort of search the jungle around the road, see if you can find any more clues or, around that. Um, you can always do a bit of that if you want to. Yeah, let's do. Let's have a little search around. Why not? Okay, give me a little survival to search the oh, area. Oh, shit, I only got 12. 
I'll try. Oh god, um, so I, I think I've got nothing. I'll I'll roll anyway. Why not? Why not? Twenty nine. Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna <laughs> be. <laughs> I literally couldn't even get that high. So yeah. Um, you um, Fulton, a little way away from the house, you find another one of the circles um, where it looks like the vegetation has been flattened down. I think I've found its footprint or something over there. Footprint? I mean, this is huge. How big is it, Dan, in dimensions? Um, so the footprint is probably... Um, Aha, Dan might... slipped up there. It's a footprint, eh? Twere it a footprint. Bonus knowledge, be... everybody. <laughs> and that, that is where we'll leave it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you! Damn you, good <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten... ten foot cross. Okay, so it's... Yeah. Uh, I think it's a footprint. I mean, it's fucking huge. So Let's be honest. If, it's for a footprint. If they're like walking or riding with this thing, they must be going very fast, right? Yeah, I mean, we are going to struggle to catch up with them if they are traveling on the back of this giant, giant. But, uh, I mean, oh, God. And traveling well, over we just... lakes and things quite quickly as well. Well, yeah. we got to just keep going. We we need to find some kind of transport. Do, do, excuse me, uh, sir. Do you know where the closest yeah. place that we might get some kind of transport from? Well, if you can make it over the mountains, uh, then there's some there's some trade camps on the other side. You might be able to. Uh, you could probably buy yourself some camels from there. You'll need them if you're going to get across the wasteland. Yeah, of course. Um, oh, the wasteland. Uh, yes. Um, how far away from the mountain do you think we are? I'd like Dan. Can I estimate that? Where you look? Um, if you really, if you really hustle, you reckon you could probably make the uh, make it to the mountains tomorrow. Okay, we need to get to the mountains. Let's let's go to the mountains we, as well. Do we have any way of contacting those uh, leak tree things? Because they didn't they carry us across the desert for a bit. They did. Um, you do know where their grove was, but you also know that they do move around. So whether they are still at the oasis, you're not sure. Shit. Um, ah, damn. You're supposed to be king of them, Fulton. I know. No use, are you? You're no use as king. <laughs> Revolution. Oh, no. <laughs> What's your right. name, by the way? Didn't ask you. Belda. <laughs> <laughs> my, name, my name is Bird. Ah, oh, just Bird? Bird, your name is not bird. bird. I'm not a fucking. I'm not a fucking bird. He points at uh, Fulton. I'm not a fucking bird. My nope. name is Bird. Oh, with it. Say it right. Bird. No, Bird. 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 Getting insulted now. Getting re- proper insulted right now. Yeah. Right, well, you're getting insulted, bird. are you? You're getting insulted, yeah. are you? People saying bird all the time. Listen, mate. <laughs> have you been studying the danger club have you been studying the heroes of kid by a lot oh yeah oh yeah i've been studying since i was a chick do you idolize yourself on the heroes of kid or something yeah my absolute heroes they are how old are you i'm 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 13 (laughs) i'm i'm not i'm i'm not i'm only i'm only 12 
But I like to tell people I'm 13 because that's what the heroes of Kibway say. Shania, that's their catch. That's their catchphrase. We've, we've got to go. We've got to go. When we've they're got charging a battle, <laughs> we've got to go. they're all going. We, I just 13. push Bubba on. Um. <laughs> all right, all right, Bert. See you later. Shania, see Fulton, you later, Bubba. random nobodies. Shelter oh. away. I was, leave it, Bubba. I was leave it. Kill leave that it. fucking guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> It's okay, Baba. It's okay. Oh, what's going on? I've never felt this rage, not in a long time. Uh, maybe it's just, you know, the situation we're in at the moment. Uh, it's okay. Feel so it's good to have rage. So powerful and rageful all the time at the moment. It's good. Use that rage. Use the rage. Rage. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> so you, cross the, you cross the bridge and you travel on for the rest of the day and then make your camp. Um... It is, um, it's starting for the first time as you're going up, you know, as you're starting to uh, get close to the mountains and you're, you're, the elevation is getting higher. Um, it is just starting to get a little bit cooler, finally, like that, that real thick heat that has been with you for the entire time that you've been in the Amarangi Expanse, it's starting to, to abate a little bit. Um, Fulton is still covered in insects, but... Uh, you know, that uh, something you're not quite out of that yet. But you have a um, you have a sleep. I'm imagining you're fairly a, a fairly short rest. Um, as, yeah, as all you mm. need to kind of get in, get yourself rested, get your spells reprepared, and then first light, you're back up um, and traveling again. And um, after a uh, after a morning of walking, you start to hear voices ahead, and you hear the sound of stone moving. Um, and the uh, the sound of lots of people, lots of high pitched voices ahead, all sort of shouting and yelling to each other. High high pitched voices. Let's get this done. Can we see them? Can we see any of them? Uh, you'd have to go a bit further up the road. Sounds like goblins. Sounds like goblin. Yeah, what you said. Yeah, go- goblins. Goblins. Can I? Can I use a? What would it be to try and identify what they are? Could I use a, uh, society? A, society. Yes. They are so humanoid. Try, you want a try a society check to work out what they are from their voices and their curious patois. Uh, ooh, it's a good roll. Uh, that would be thirty-one. Sounds like goblins. Yes, yeah, goblins. That's what me and Falcon uh, just said. Definitely yeah. goblins. Yes, yes. Oh, but I say so it with assurance of an academic. Whereas you're just both just you know you're just guessing. Okay, yeah, guess. but the guess was right. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, and uh, they probably maybe can help. But like, they're not so bad, are they? Goblins, they're okay. I mean, we've uh, met some nice uh, goblins. Yeah, some uh, yeah, goblins are great. Uh, Captain Gambo was a goblin. He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's let's, good let's guy. not bring him back into this. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, Shinaki's walking but... towards him. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Follow, we follow on. But, I, I think yeah. yes, as long as we show, show you know, we're not we're not harmful, which should be alright. You uh, you follow on, and as you kind of come up a, out of the jungle and round a corner, you crest around a large boulder, and you find the pass, the main pass that leads back over to Nex. Um, it looks like there has been a landslide. A huge section of the mountain has almost has come down across the pass, uh, and you can see there are about twenty goblins standing around they are wearing like overalls um, and hard hats um and they are in the process of rigging up some kind of rigging up some 
uh, pulleys and things around some of the rocks, uh, while one of them stands on a um, stands on a rock and shouts instructions across to him. Ah, over there, move it! Put the thing over the thing, and then there's a a rope snaps, and a goblin goes flying through the air. Ah! He uh, he shrugs. Uh, Should um, I? uh, goes up to the one that's shouting directions at people. Says, uh, 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 "Hello, uh, can we help at all? Is there something we can do to help?" He turns around and goes over to a big sign saying, "Days since last accident." Um, takes down a big sign that says zero, <laughs> looks at it, and then puts it back up again. Says, ah, <laughs> don't get the people around here. Well, perhaps you need any help? We can help, yeah? What, 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 what are you trying to achieve? Trying to move the stuff? I got we work for the We work for the Nexian Board of Trade. It's our job to try and maintain the roads, keep the places going. But then something like this disaster happens here. Oh, yoy, yoy, What am I supposed to do about something like this? I don't get the budget to deal with this kind of thing. What came, what happened? I don't know. Whatever came through here, it was big. And it seems okay. to have, you look around, there's like, uh, there's almost like, uh, looking at the side, there's almost like these scorch marks or things. Uh, you ask me? Someone wanted to bring this whole thing down. He's going to delay trade by months. Right. Okay. So there's no way up this way nah. around. It takes, out a, it takes out a small metal lunchbox and like puts it <laughs> on the thing and just opens it. He goes, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to tell you? You want me to make wave a magic wand? I ain't got a magic wand. I have got a magic wand, actually. He takes a magic wand out and he goes, it's a wand of unlocking. And he taps it on the lunchbox and the lunchbox springs open. <laughs> How much That's for the one? That. How much? Uh, how much for that? Yeah, he's like, you can't have. This is my mother's wand. I'll my mother needs to use it to gold, unlock her house. Ten gold pieces. Hold on, let me just lock my lunchbox again, and then maybe we got a deal. He closes it and taps the thing to lock his lunchbox again. It overloads the wand, and the wand explodes. <laughs> no, no. Oh well, no, no sale. Does that mean you can't get back into your lunchbox? Ah, oh, my sandwiches are in there. I got some uh, bush pocket <laughs> meat. If you want some, I've also got some what? thieves' tools. I might be able to break into your lunchbox if you can tell us the way, the quickest way round. <gasps> That's pretty helpful. You guys seem pretty helpful. We're a helpful bunch. Yes. Okay. I tell you what. That's an official side quest. You get me into my lunchbox. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll get through the mountains. All right. So I'm gonna make a fevery check. Oh uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's thirty. Thirty. Yeah. You put your friendly claws into the lunchbox. You fiddle around. There's a click. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you open up the lunchbox. Um, there is a sandwich inside with a live frog in it. The, uh, the sandwich immediately leaps from the lunchbox and starts trying to hop away. Um, the goblin leaps over and just pounces on it and just holds it with his hands. Not so fast, little sandwich. No wonder you locked your box. Right? Yeah. This, guy, this guy's going to get out of That's here if you're not careful. Mad as a box of frogs, that is. Hey. He, he starts drooling at the thought of an entire <laughs> box of frogs. So oh. you can, you can, sh- you, you are going to show us or tell us which way that we can go. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. There's no easy way. 
to next right now. The only way that I know of to get there is through the deep roads. Deep roads. Yeah. They would left over from when when the Umbrella Dwarves they come up through the uh did somebody say me? Not you, Becky. He says to one of the, he says Rudolph. <laughs> the Umbaki. They come up through the mountains. They come up through the mountains. They're trying to do this 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 crazy thing the dwarfs do called the quest for sky. Where they're like, we want the sky. So they dig up and up and up and up and they try to find the sky. Dwarves, man. They're crazy, right? Why you guys do that? Uh, the same reason we make the day hole and the night hole. <laughs> <laughs> to find out what the thing is. What, what oh, a time okay. is. <laughs> ah, I do love the non-specific customs of the dwarves. <laughs> so good. All right. Then Becky, they came and they did the digging. They dig and dig and dig and dig and dig until they come out through the, through the mountains and they find the sky. But they don't know what the sky is. Because they're like, what is the sky? Even though we're digging for the sky. So they just keep digging, and they dig through the sky, and then they dig up to the top of the sky until they get to the pla- at the elemental world. They dig out of the out of the reality. It's crazy. Anyway, you don't need to know. I'm kind of a scholar about <laughs> dwarven history. <laughs> it's kind of ah. a specialist subject, and I don't get to talk about it a lot with the work goblin work crew because these guys, right? These guys, they don't want to talk about. They want to only talk about, like, goblin boobs. And I'm like, guys, can we, like, raise the level of the conversation a bit? I want to talk about culture. I'm real they, glad they you just want to talk by. about boobs. No, okay. goblin boobs. Okay. Only so, goblin uh, uh, boobs. Uh, 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 I, I don't want to hear nothing about no more uh, boobs, okay? But, uh, but you, are, you are saying we have to use, what's it called, the low roads or something? Hey, so it's uh, through the mountain? Or how do we you, use You and me. You and me both, laddie. I want to hear nothing about no boobs either. I'm like, then stop talking ah. about them. <laughs> <laughs> Show me where the roads are. Schneider's like running the idiot hurdles at the moment, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> okay. So anyway, these dwarves, right? When they dug up, they left the tunnels behind. They still the whole mountains is riddled with tunnels. Um. Nobody's used them in, in centuries, as far as I know. The people don't really go through those, but um, there's still a way through. But like, there's still a way through them. I think there's a. I think they do come out on the other side of the mountain um, if you can find your way through. But uh, I wouldn't do that. It's if pretty only, dangerous. If, if only, I were you, what? No, I was just gonna say, if only I had a cousin, Berlin. Who could show us a royal welcome in those <laughs> caves? Oh, do you? No, no, they're oh. dead. Oh. <laughs> so was Balin. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler. <laughs> so you said there was another way round. There's those. There's those tunnels that you said we probably shouldn't go through, but we're probably going yeah, to go they're through. They're real. Cause... They're real dangerous. And where's the other way? How long is that going to take if we go the other way? Uh, the other way is uh, the other way is you get a uh, you go stay in a motel uh-huh. um, around a corner from here and uh, you just wait it out while me and the boys get um, while me and the boys get this pass clear. We should have it clear by there's an explosion behind him and he kind of looks over and a goblin just lands somewhere a little way off. It's like yeah, we should have it clear by you know the spring. 
Imagine we ju- imagine we just decided to stay in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's the end of that then. <laughs> yeah. And then we and Scott, then we have we to have role you. play like being in the hotel for three yeah. months or something. Games and games. <laughs> the and games. Shining, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know. Uh, thank you. What? Here's a gold piece. Ah, wow. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sorry, is everyone turning to Fulton again? Yeah, I I, I shouldn't do this because I'll end up with no gold. And I've seen someone do this and end up with no gold themselves. So, you know. That's me. That was you, yeah. Not anymore, though. Wow. What's the the moral of that story? Don't spend your money unwisely. Otherwise, you'll cost people their lives. Running oh. into the stacks and all dying. Wow, that's a real specific <laughs> kind of folktale there. I will, I will cancel all of my charitable giving at once. Yeah, only give to those who need it. Good luck getting blankets now, little gnome children. <laughs> okay, well, uh, what's your name, by the way? My name is Fist Munch. okay well nice to meet you fist munch Uh, it's great to meet you as well guys hey you want to stick around and talk about like culture and stuff no we are very very busy yeah we gotta go really yeah we gotta gotta but just on that the rest of you workers you need (laughs) you need to respect fist munch's culture's talk all right stop talking about goblin boobs there is more to life than goblin boobs <laughs> one of them go, turns around and goes i respect a pair of goblin boobs <laughs> 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 well i tried anyway is what i have to deal with yes you probably should find another job i shouldn't have dropped out of goblin school <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like well, you were doing quite well I was, except Goblin School is mostly like they just they try to kill you with fire, and if you make it out, then you get a diploma. <laughs> wow, it's yeah. actually very not very educational. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, well, anyway, Fist Munch, it's nice to see you. It's lovely to see you. It's great to meet all of you. You uh, you have a great time in the motel. Take care, Fist Munch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Bye. See you, you tell him Fist Munch sent Fist Munch sent you. Do you get a discount at the bar? How much? Uh, it's like, uh, it's like 30%, but you have to, like, order only the house cocktails. All right. That's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they drive a hard bargain, and I'm real bad at negotiating. <laughs> uh, so where are we going? We're, we're, <sighs> well, we're going to have to go to these undertones, but they're going to be... They're going I to mean, be- that's, that's, that is one possible way, um, or I, I fear... Uh, sorry, can we hold on? Just pause for a second. Um, sure. There was, a, there was an item that I saw, which was a magical spade, right? Right. Um, which digs by itself. If we used that, could we dig through this, you think? I gotta dig through this. <laughs> uh, a magical... Sp- I mean, What's it called? Is it called a magical I was, spade? I can't remember. It's, I wouldn't... Um, just, just okay. in the just in its description. Work, it? I mean, a spade isn't normally used for shifting boulders. Oh yeah, through stones and stuff. Boulders, yeah. isn't it? There's yeah, rocks and right. stuff. Yeah. This sounds like the whole mountains for kind of half yeah. the mountains yeah, falling yeah, down. They, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're not we're not going to be able to shift right, this. Okay. We're gonna. I think we have to either yeah go uh, 
round, which is going to take us years. But we have to go through the tunnels. Um, I feel like we're be, being railroaded towards okay. the tunnel. I think we are, yeah. Or, or yeah. We, we just fuck with Dan and we just stay in that hotel for a few months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I want, I want every single day role playing. I'm literally playing ping pong, uh, sitting around the pool, you know, drinking a cocktail. Yeah, loads of stuff. I mean, I'd, 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 I'd love to do that. Broke. Except that roleplay-wise, Shania's not going to be able to do it. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's the what-if episode, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, Danger vacation. Okay, so I guess (laughs) we go through the tunnels. You should be right at home, Fulton. Yeah. You'll be able to see the dwarven craftsmanship. You'll see... craftsmanship? (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's yeah, I've already seen your, the whole time I've already seen your craftsmanship frankly <laughs> sickened me to my very core you'll see the day hole you'll see the night hole <laughs> you'll see the bum towel eh you'll yes. see all those maybe fast- may, maybe an old school where you sit around singing your dwarf and learning songs <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well boys don't worry you've got a dwarf with you who knows tunnels like the back of his hand. <laughs> but not these tunnels. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Splendid, I'm in. <laughs> so you uh you make your way um you make your way around, you follow the kind of the instructions um that Fist Munch gives you. Gives you some directions, and you follow. You kind of break off the trail and make your way um, through the foothills of the mountains for a little while. Give me some survival checks to see how good you are at um, finding your way, um, following these instructions out in the wilderness. Natural twenty. Nice. Oh. Again, I'm not going to bother on survival. Well, this oh shit! Natural twenty as well. Oh, Thirty-two. He is, he is never going to, he is never, Scott is never going to believe how well you rolled on tracking <laughs> checks without him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, you make your way, um, you find your way through the, uh, the foothills until you reach a sort of a, a, an, a, an azure blue lake um, and pushing aside some of the, uh, pushing aside some foliage. You find a cave. You find quite a few caves, and you sort of check a few, uh, check each of them. But there's there's something about Shania and Fulton as people who once lived underground. There's something about the smell of this cave that makes you know that this tunnel goes back a long way and a long way down. This is the tunnel we need to go down. Yeah, I agree. You are correct indeed. Uh, it Let's go. It seems a bit ominous. I'm not going to lie. Aye, there could be many creatures inside. Cave trolls. Um, Some of my own people, in fact, could be. But uh, we. this is the only way that we can go. And uh, you're going to have to trust that me and Fulton, we know of caves. And uh, this is the way we go. I'm not scared Fair of enough. a cave. I'm not scared of the darkness. I cast dark. <laughs> Shania gives him a very <laughs> sharp look and says, okay, and then heads in. Walk into the darkness. Bubba casts dark vision and follows 
um, Fulton follows on after Velda. Have you got low light or dark vision? Oh, yeah, light, I have. I was just thinking that. I think haven't you got a spell that's like light or something as well? You c- haven't you? I have got light, yeah, yeah, so I cast light. Okay, you cast light. I okay. Stick it, I stick it on the end right. of my my spear staff and your fingers your big in the, finger literally staff. in the in on the sort of finger and then i <laughs> <and> the, <board. laughs> the big glowing finger so you make your way into the cave and sure enough um once you, after a little while you uh, you walk part of the, through the back of the cave and the cave starts to go down um you reach a uh, you reach a section where a rock has fallen down and there's only a very sort of narrow gap and you have to really crawl and squeeze to get through it, um, which is easy for most of you. Um, Fulton, it takes Fulton is a bit of a squeeze to get through. You're probably the widest of everybody, even though you're a little shorter. So it's yeah, a little, it's a real tight gap. Squeezing through there, but but you are kind of used to it, um, and you're aware that you you all haven't been underground in a while. Mm. You haven't been deep underground since I guess Kermaga probably the last time that you were uh, you were underground for any large amount of time oh maybe yeah, you went to Yanderhof um, Yanderhof <laughs> that was pretty yeah that was pretty far down that was underground as well um, this will um, be Bubba's first time probably yeah how does Bubs feel about that feel about uh, being away from the sky yeah Bubba's pretty anxious actually uh, I think he's got one hand in his pocket just stroking two shards Wow. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> that yeah. sounds like a euphemism. It does. Really. Like. <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew you were going to be the first person to come <laughs> yeah. in. As well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to leap on it, but yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. just stroking his shards, mate. <laughs> stroking his shards. A bit of pocket shard business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you make your way. Um, you make your way through the dark tunnels, um, creeping past, um, creeping past stalactites, stalagmites. Um, and uh, you travel for about an hour further on going deeper and deeper underground with each step and you can see that some of some of this tunnel is worked like there's a lot of it is natural caves and there you go through a lot of natural caves that seem to be linked but there is a solid path that has been cleared through it although it does not appear to have been trodden in a long long time um, but you reckon that at some point somebody did dig through here and Fulton, you recognise dwarven craftsmanship about it. You know that a dwarf cut these steps. Um, you are making uh, you're making fairly good headway. When um, how are you travelling through here? How are you travelling? You mean like what order? No, as in like what sort of, or what approach? Yeah, what sort of approach are you taking to it? If you're normally in Pathfinder, you might say kind of we'd call it an exploration activity. Um, but like, how how are you approaching this? Are you just Hustling as fast as you can. Are you being I mean, cautious? Are I think. You I think we're. I think we're you... trying to move as fast as we can. Um, but you know, but without drawing attention to ourselves yeah. and and you know, weapons in hand. I, I would say steady but careful. Like so, making yeah. Good, yeah. good good progress, but yeah. you know, keeping our wits about us and, and carefully doing it. And I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming that um, Fulton's at the front, mm-hmm. and I'm behind yeah. him. Okay. And then the other two. Oh, really? Okay. So we're leaving yeah. the back open to the squishies? Sort of. Wow. I mean... Well, we're, we can have... We can well, have be, just because, just because, like... Philippe... We were the I, I hate to say yeah, it, Philippe's probably at the back. back. Philippe's at the back. Yeah. Okay, there we go, yeah. <laughs> Philippe's at the back. I will yeah. never forget about Philippe. Anyway, there's only four of us, so, you yeah. know. So Philippe's bringing up the rear, okay. 
Yeah. Philippe, come, Philippe comes wandering over because he's just he's covered in Danger Club merchandise. You <laughs> 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 yeah. um, worry about what happened to the Tengu. Velda feels much better having Philippe at the back. Yes. <laughs> that makes him happy. And this, um, it's hard to tell, it's very quiet down here, but occasionally you hear sort of a drip of water somewhere. And your own footsteps seem to echo off the walls to make it seem like every now and then you stop and just look round behind you, thinking maybe there was somebody back there, um, and then thinking maybe it was your own footsteps as the sound just kind of bounces off the different walls. Uh, let's get some perception checks as you walk. Oh, oh, mine's only fourteen. Oh, it's not great. Yeah, mine's eighteen. Nineteen, fourteen. Not huge rolls. Great. 25. Oh, now 25. Natural 20. 36. Oh, hey, there you go. Here's my, one with the path, my path builder's liking me today. That's good. You, um... Uh, so you uh, you hop down a low wa- uh, a low drop. That's kind of a bit where the, you have to kind of scramble down um, into a, uh, a lower area. Uh, and as you kind of, as the last of you comes down, Philippe climbs down behind you. Fulton, you go to lead everyone away, and just you smell something. Um, and at the same time, Shania, you kind of reach out and, and stop Fulton as you kind of you smell something strange as well. Something kind of, it's like almost a, a slightly acidic, acrid kind of smell. Um, and you look down, um, and you look down, the two of you look around and you see that the floor around the area you've just dropped into is carpeted with sickly looking yellow fungus um, which is letting off just some faint puffs of spores just from the faintest movements of all of you stepping next to it Um, the spores kind of settle and you look around and you see that they are around the feet of all of you as you stand in this low stone bowl and that is where we will leave it for tonight I'm going God. deeper underground. I know. As, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you what, there's, there's not going to be mushroom for error here. Good afternoon. My name is Robert Sloptroff, and I played Slime Mold Number Two in Episode 144 of the Danger Club podcast, named Mildew good men uh my line was actually cut from the final edit of that podcast but the producers of the show have been very kind and said that if i did a dangling of the week i could finally have the line that i've been wanting to hear for so long so very well this week's dangling of the week is davisaurus Davisaurus, thank you extremely. You have helped make this show possible this week. You are a wonderful, wonderful individual. And if you would like to be like Davisaurus, uh, you simply need to go to patreon.com slash danger club podcast and subscribe to the Patreon there. There's a, an option to become the Dangerling of the Week. And now, after that, I finally present... My pièce de résistance, the line I've been wanting to say since episode 144. Here we go. Uh, 